Hello everyone, welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Kahl and I talk about how you can start, run and sell a bootstrap business. This episode is called Building in Public, Taking Breaks. And before we get started, let's take a little break for a word from our sponsor. The following message is brought to you by Balsamic, the OG of low-fidelity wireframing tools, and they have decided to support the Bootstrap Founder Podcast and the community by donating their sponsored airtime to some of our listeners. And this week's guest sponsor is Logology. And Logology is built by two French indie makers, a husband and a wife. They actually got the idea for their, their business during their honeymoon. She's a logo designer by trade and he's a software engineer. So they decided to join forces and build their dream business together. Really strongly reminds me of the, my journey with Danielle, my partner, building Feedback Panda together from a shared problem that she had and I understood how to solve. So I really resonate with this business in particular. And the idea of Logology is to get a designer quality logo for your startup in five minutes and $400. That's really the premise here. And as a brand designer, she, the founder, would get a lot of requests from new founders who wanted a logo design but didn't have the budget for it, couldn't afford it. This stuff usually costs upwards of $2,000. And with Logology, they automated this entire process from brand identity definition to logo design proposals. Just answer a series of questions about the values of your company and it automatically tells you the brand personality, the fonts, the colors, and the logo designs for it. It's really nice. And every design and recommendation was and is crafted by her ahead of time. So you won't see any generic results there. It's free to try and you don't even need to give your email address. Just give it a go at logology.co and you might very well find the perfect logo for your next project in just five minutes. So thank you again to Balsamic for generously supporting my listeners this way. Logology, again, can be found at logology.co. And if you'd like to receive a promo code for Balsamic for their wireframing tool, just visit balsamic.com slash go slash bootstrapped dash founder. And now let's talk about taking breaks. And let's get one thing straight right away in this whole conversation. Building in public is a performative act. It's a performance and it's an action. It's not something that just happens. Because when we talk about breaks, we need to talk a lot about intentionality, which is why I want to make absolutely clear that in my perspective, building in public is performative. It might be something that you gladly do because you love building and chatting with your audience anyway, but whenever you act in public, either by sharing, teaching, or just engaging with somebody, you expend energy. And every founder will eventually notice that their energy reserves are limited. Relentlessly performing in public isn't something you can do forever without it affecting your mental health. And there's a perfect example of an analogy for this. People who go to the gym, they have recovery days, right? And they, they go to the gym for a couple of days a week. And in between those days... They have full days where they do not go to the gym, where they do not work out, where they recover. And I think creators need that as well. Because creativity and the willingness to perform in public are muscles too. And they need to rest from time to time. Every gym trainer out there will tell you that to build a manageable and healthy gym routine, you need to give your body time to recover. Between exercising, your body needs to heal. To be able to improve, it needs to have a pause, a break. And I think it's the same for being a creative in public. If you give your all every day, 
without rest, you will soon lose the motivation to keep building in public. Because if you want to be consistent, you'll have to take a break every now and then. And here's the problem with consistency. It's vital to show up regularly and to convey to your audience that you're in it for the long run. That's what consistency means. But at the same time, showing up just because you have to show up can quickly dilute the value of what you have to say. Performing for the sake of performing will make you say meaningless things because you have nothing meaningful that needs to be shared. And that's a problem. If you ever look at the message you're drafting, your tweet or your LinkedIn message or your blog post or whatever, and you wonder why and if it's really worth sharing or sending, just reflect on if you wrote it because you had something to share or because you felt you needed to show up. If it's the latter, if you just showed up, you're ready to take a break. Nothing good will come of sharing anything at that point. Your audience is pretty smart. After all, that's why they follow you. They will notice when you're trying to serve them something that is only half-baked. You get away with it from time to time because we all have our off days and people respect that and they understand it. But if most of your content turns out to be they're just for you to share something, anything really, people will stop listening. Only share content that's interesting, insightful, or instructional. These three are what I usually try to have in every single thing that I do. When I tweet, when I write, when I record a podcast like just now, I want it to be interesting or insightful or instructional. Best case, all three. Avoid sharing for the sake of sharing. Because trust is hard to build, but easy to lose. And by sharing random stuff that makes no impact on people's lives, isn't interesting, insightful, instructional, you will lose the trust you've been building over such a long time. And one way of ensuring that um, you are sharing something meaningful is to become aware of this repetitive blindness in your approach to building in public. Repetitive blindness is something that every professional encounters at some point at some point, right? They they call it the the blinders and the um yeah, being just reactionary in some way, like having opinions that you don't reflect on anymore because you think you know better. Well, if you share something like your monthly recurring revenue every time you reach a new milestone, this act, for example, can become routine. And that routine keeps you from reflecting if this content is still as potent and interesting as it was the first time you shared it with your audience. And the moment your content loses its instructional purpose, you should switch it up. This act of taking a break from your regular programming also allows for something that is called refilling the well. I first learned of this concept from Julia Cameron's book, The Artist Way. And you draw from your internal well whenever you create. As a creative, you want to have it as deep and as full of a well in your soul as possible to be able to draw from, right? And sometimes that well runs dry because you've been drawing from it so much. By exposing yourself to new, different, and interesting things, that well will fill up again. So it's almost ironical, but by... Stepping away from creating, you create an opportunity for new creative inspiration. Instead of forcing yourself to be creative, you're allowing serendipity to take place. When you're in the trenches of building every day, always doing the same stuff, this isn't self-evident that there's something out there to create, allow you to create more for your work. But to find the potential for creativity, 
you need to divert yourself from creating in public sometimes. There are many ways of filling your well. Reading a good book, be it fiction or non-fiction, doesn't really matter. That will allow you to disconnect from your routine because you take your mind and you put it into a different surrounding. For that, fiction is really good. You live in a different world and all of a sudden, the connections between people, the dynamics that happen, they give you some insight that you may not have if you're just looking at the real world and how people act in there. But there's other ways as well. Socializing, taking a walk, or just enjoying your favorite TV show or Netflix will do the trick too. Try to take it in without immediately turning it into content. That's why it's filling your well. It's not tapping something and then immediately converting it into something else. It's fill the well up and then use it later. And I often find myself taking notes immediately when I have a conversation, in the middle of the conversation sometimes too. And that often degrades the quality of that conversation. Because the other person feels that I'm not in there fully, that I'm not responding with interesting stuff, I'm just taking notes. And that is a problem. The notes can wait. I've learned that. And I have a hard time sometimes doing this, but the notes can be done a couple minutes later. Just enjoy the conversation as it will allow you to learn even more the longer it is. And you may risk losing your train of thought in the moment, but a train of thought tends to return to us eventually. So use experiences like this to branch out into non-entrepreneurial fields of knowledge. Have a conversation with somebody who is not a peer, but somebody else, a parent, a sibling, a friend, just anybody that has interesting stuff to share with you. And you'll find that a lot of the fundamental concepts of other disciplines and fields out there can be carried back into entrepreneurship when seen through a different lens. So let your reflection and interpretation be that lens. Have those conversations, take notes eventually, but just enjoy the conversations for what they are. And to be able to calmly reflect on anything out there, you need to be in the right state of mind. The myopic hands-on perspective that we developed when we don't take breaks is not conducive to undisturbed thought. So you want to be out of the trenches. You want to be out of your routine. You want to be exploring the world around you with an open mind and not a mind that is dulled by repetitive blindness. It's even worse when we are constantly exposed to external triggers, like notifications. When I take breaks, notifications are the first thing I turn off, and I don't need more reminders at that moment of constantly being interrupted. And notifications are just that. They interrupt whatever you're doing. So I turn them off, all of them. And I recommend you to do the same. And maybe you don't ever want to turn them back on again. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Bootser Founder Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at avidkahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. And you can check out the blog at thebootstrapfounder.com. You can find my book Zero to Soul at zerotosold.com and The Embedded Entrepreneur at embeddedentrepreneur.com. If you have any questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter or send an email to arvid at thebootstrapfounder.com. If you want to support me and the Bootstrap Founder podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.